Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's 2020 NFL Draft Stars here on the C2P platform. Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities and download and listen to our featured guests as we bring you them each and every day. And we are under three weeks away before this thing gets started for the 2020 NFL Draft. Amazing time. But we have a standout from NC State did a little juco before he got to the big-time program at NC State. But nonetheless, um, he's been an outstanding young man, and he's kind of built his career up to being, you know, in that big-time program. But one, it's none other than Keyshawn Miller. Um, Keyshawn, good morning to you. How's the, how's the day treating you so far? Uh, the day treating me pretty good. Good morning to you. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, trying to stay healthy during these crazy yeah, times. Yeah, it's a crazy time. Uh, I'm doing exactly like you. I'm just trying to avoid, uh, you know, the social distancing. But, uh, you know, um, you know, I ain't going to lie, Keyshawn, my life is kind of, uh, at least for me, it's kind of not been impacted because the draft is still going on and what I do every day has kind of remained intact. So it's not out of whack yet. I think once OTAs okay. and rookie mini camps, I think once that starts to, you know, that's not there, then I'm going to kind of be like, hey, what's going on? But as of this point, you know, everything's kind of been normal. But for you, I mean, fantastic college career, and you had to be so excited, you know, starting out at the JUCO level, you know, in the small-time program, and then and then you make the jump. You know, and you don't even make a jump to, like, a you know, a, a, an FCS school. You go to a Power 5 conference team. Um, what was that like making Absolutely. that transition? That transition was it, was it was very difficult in the beginning because um, not many people know I left GMC. I was injured. So when I went to NC State, it was basically just starting over again. Had had to rehab my body to get back to where I once was. So when I first got there, it was definitely a challenge, but it's something I overcame, something that the coaches and the players made a lot easier, the training staff at NC State. Just a wonderful program all in all. They helped me really become the man I am today. You know, props for props to NC State, and and that's and that's good to know for any uh, in recruiting. I mean, you know, because they could be listening. Um, so I mean, let's go back, 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 back in the day. I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, Pee Wee football. I mean, yes, were sir. you the kid that was that much better than everybody else? I mean, were you the, the, was, the touchdown was, machine? I mean, I was definitely the touchdown machine. I started my early career back in Buffalo, New York. Pop Warner. I played for the Pop Warner Bills, actually. Um. And I was a running back at that time, and I definitely did. I was a touchdown machine. I was a running back, and I would do tight end sweeps, all the little things to give me an open space to show my speed and my ability. <laughs> cool. So, what's the uh, how many get how many touchdowns? What would be the high? I mean, what 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 do you think? What can you recall was the most touchdowns in one game? When I was in one game, um, it was actually I actually remember the game. It was a championship game. It was like the the um, 
the 115s at the time because in Buffalo we do it by weight. So it was the 115s championship, and I scored five touchdowns in that game. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Absolutely. So the athletic, and we all know, we all know, I mean, you know, especially at that age, the best kid on the field gets the ball in his hands, and it's basically, like you said, jet street right, jet street left, and you That's just find space, and then boom, you're gone. But it's successful. I mean, and that's the thing. You can't stop it. Um, let me ask you this. So you're, you're doing your thing. You, you, you prove that you're athletically gifted enough that, you know, and you're the better prospect and better young man, better kid. But I mean, kind of, when do you start trending towards that DB role? I'm sure you probably played multiple positions in high school, but how do you kind of start settling in on defensive backs? Well, defensive back came more when I was around eighth grade. I, I started playing both sides of the ball, so I was playing running back, and I was playing safety. I didn't get the introduction to corner until my freshman year where I was – it was like either – no, actually it was my sophomore year. I'm sorry. It was like you can play JV running back or you can play varsity cornerback. And that's what the varsity coach Ooh. was telling me. And at that time, I was a – I'm varsity football, absolutely. I would love to, so I – I definitely took that step and kind of left the running back behind and went to the defensive side of the ball, and I loved it ever since. Awesome. Well, hey, well, it's been success ever since. Once again, Keyshawn Miller, the standout from NC State, taking some time, and we find out what this young man brings to the next level as this 2020 draft closes in on us at the end of April. So um, for you, kind of take us into what it was like. I mean, you know, how did you kind of get lost in the shuffle? I mean, coming out of high school and, and then talk about a little bit I guess, you know, making that jump to NC State. So coming out of high school, I kind of got lost in the shuffle by being ineligible. So it was something that I that I spent a lot of time on was studying for the SATs and, S- and ACT, and it just didn't work out. So I didn't end up having the scores I needed to go di- directly to Division One football. So I had to make that choice to either go Division Two or to keep my D1 hopes alive by going to JUCO. And that's what I did. So I, I joined Georgia Military College, which was a, a military-based school, obviously, and we did a lot of military things and a lot of structural things that I felt like helped me along that way. But that's just something I had to do to get to the next point in my life where I wanted to be, which was at NC State on that big stage. And um, just coming from high school and going to junior college was a was a wake-up call for me because – my senior year, I had probably the best year of football I ever had, so I just knew in my head that I was going to go to Division One. But when it came to the grades, I wasn't accounting that in my head as early as I should have. So when that when I when okay. I had to make that transition, it was definitely a wake up call for me. So when I got there, it was like, do what you got to do to get out of this position to get to where you want to go, and that's exactly what I did. I went there, I worked hard, I put my head down, and I just continued to work. And um. The way NC State ended up finding out about me, I went to a, a camp at Mercer University, and I went there and I, I practiced or whatever. I did drills and, and all that, ran my 40 time, and the state was very interested in me, and they asked me to come up there on a visit from that one camp, and um, it was history. Like, when I went up there, it was very family-oriented. Family Coach Dorn and the staff was amazing to me and, and my family, and, I, and something like that was very important to me because where I come from, high school, it was, like, very family-oriented. And that's exactly what it was at NC State, and it was like a no-brainer for me, and I loved it. That's excellent. And, and I mean, a big-time program. I mean, how excited were you? I mean, family, friends. I mean, when you when you got that invite and you you were on campus and you knew, hey, I'm going to seal the deal here, I mean, how excited were you? 
I was just I was I was super excited, not just for me, but for my family because there's been a lot of people on this journey with me that that that's given up things and and just been on my side the entire time and made sacrifices for me so that I could be in the place that I that I am today. So it was like it was it was, it was something that I couldn't explain. I just had to thank God and just to thank thank all my all my fallen soldiers watching over me and just just thank them because that's it was it was just such a surreal feeling and one and running out on the Carter and all the fans. It was it was definitely crazy, something I'll never forget and something that I wish every college student could feel. I love it, man. I, I, I mean, I after your football career is over, I could see you doing something to me. I, mean, I could just see you helping other kids doing something. You just seem like you have that tendency just to uh, to want to influence and, and help people. Now, let's get into what you do on the field. Now, I ask all the guys that okay. come on the program, we're going to throw Keyshawn Miller in the film room with these scouts. They're going to start breaking down tape. Um, what do you think they're going to love about you? What are those DBs qualities that they're going to say, man, we got to bring this kid on the 53-man roster? First of all, my attitude, my attitude, my attitude, my attitude. I'm always going to work. I'm always going to give 100%, and you're never going to see me lacking on the play or taking a play off. Secondly, I would say just the dog in me, just, just my mentality on how I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of no man. I, I attack every play. I, I, I go in for the hard tackle that some guys won't go in for. Um, and my feet, my feet, it, my feet are something I, I take pride in. Something I work on all the time. Just being able to break on, break on a route, break on a ball, just stay in front of the receiver. Just my feet are very important. My feet and my hands is how I use them together. Just in position to make a play on the ball at all times, and the quickness to get. I love it. Nice. How about this one? What goes unnoticed? You know, we can break down tape. We can see what you're doing on the field. What are some of those intangibles, hallmark abilities that they don't see on tape, Keyshawn, that they need to know about? I mean, it could be a team captain, weight room warrior, film junkie. Um, maybe the defense you ran with the Wolf Pack didn't allow you to uh, blitz more, play more zone. I don't. I mean, what do these guys need to know about that's a big boost as we close in on this 2020 NFL draft? Film junkie, absolutely. Just being able to understand what I'm doing, understand what the offense is trying to do to us to to get past us or just to be able to understand what's going on so that you can move faster on the field. The more you understand what the offense is trying to do and the more you understand what you're doing on the defensive side, it makes it easier to play faster, being slowed down, and you're able to make more plays. And I feel like that's very important as a DB to know who you're going against, his tendencies, the way he moves, just little things that I – that I that I key on that helps me get to that get to that point to make the deflection is just like just watching the film and understanding the type of receiver and the type of quarterback or the type of offense or offensive coordinator I'm going against. Just understanding that I just feel like I'm I'm very film oriented and in the film room a lot. Awesome. Now now this is and, this this is one of my favorite questions. Just because if we get a film junkie on, uh, is there a play that you remember where? You know, all week you're watching film, watching tape, breaking down who you're going to play. Saturday rolls around, and and what you saw on film comes to fruition. And it doesn't have to be a pick six, you know, championship changing game. I mean, it could just be main. You know, you guys, uh, you know, snuff out a third and one, and you, they don't convert the first down. But does anything come to mind? Does anything come to mind? Absolutely. It was a, it was a couple games like with the defense we ran at NC State. We were always getting glance routes. A lot of glance routes, they would try to 
real five-step quick, go to the glance. And it was just like just honing in on that in practice and seeing it turn into fruition on game day. Like we knew that they were going to try to run the glance route on us because different teams were successful early on in the season with the glance route. So just um, what was one of the games where I really – probably Ball State. Ball State was probably one of the games where they tried to run a glance route and we were all over it. But from that week and seeing the type of the type of stuff that they do, we were kind of honed in on at this certain time when they have – when they're in this formation or when the quarterback is running. It's different formations if you get to that point. That glance route's coming, and it was just like in one of – in Ball State game, I jumped the glance route, batted it down, and it was it was pretty good, good feeling, like – they know we on that and don't try it again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Once again, Keyshawn Miller sharing some details of what makes him one of these top 2020 NFL draft prospects. And, and Keyshawn, I love hearing this stuff like that. To me, it's like military secrets or something. You know, like, you know, anyone who watched <laughs> that game, you know, you just watching the game. And that specific play, like, you know, there went so much into that play. People just think, oh, you know, the guy, he, de- you know, he deflected no the pass. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, how about this one? It's a little bit cliche, but none to ask. I think it helps our audience identify uh, with, the, with, our, with our guests. Um, do you get comparisons to anybody that's at the next level? Do I get any comparisons to anyone at the next level? Mm. Have I heard any comparisons? Not recently. I, I like I like I like to compare myself to myself. I like to battle with myself to get myself better, and just basically just be the best me. So I, I actually haven't gotten any comparisons to anyone on the next level. Um, I just try to be me the best way I can and just make myself better. So they're their own man. I'm my own man. Absolutely. Hey. Excellent, man. Hey, we're almost out of time, but it's been a blast so far. Um, but we call it three and out. Um, we'd like to end the show with a couple off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Let me hear them. All right. Now, your head coach, Coach Doran, um, does anybody do a great impersonation of him, and would they do it in front of him? <laughs> does anybody do a great impersonation of Coach Doran? Um, yeah, a couple people got a good, a good, a good impersonation of him. Um, if I was to choose one person, it would probably be Val. Val Mar. He's actually my, my roommate at NC State. He does a pretty good impression of Doran. <laughs> would he do it in front of him? He would do it in front of him. Val's a, Val, Val's a very funny guy, so I feel like he would do it in front of him because Doran would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, now how about this one? We're leading up to game day. Uh, could be Friday night, Saturday morning. Uh, do you have any game day or pregame superstitions? Do I have any pregame superstitions? I like to tuck my socks a certain way when I'm walking into the Carter. The the, the walk of champions, <laughs> I like to have my socks tucked in a certain way. I got to make sure when I get up that morning, I get my morning shower, play my tune. That's kind of my ritual for, like, the early morning before game day. Aha, I love it. And then the final one, um, you're so close to this 2020 NFL draft. I'm sure that weekend you will be with family and friends as you celebrate this next football journey. Um, but who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like this person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? The best cook in my family. Um, I would have to say the best cook in my family um, is my late stepmother. Her name was Stephanie, Stephanie Miller. She was definitely the best cook, and she definitely wanted to see me in this position I'm in right now. One of her best meals, I would probably say she would make 
bro- broccoli and like Alfredo lasagna. It was like very off the wall, but it was just the best ever. So that would that would definitely be something I would love to have um, for the for for the big day. That's excellent. That sounds delicious. And and Keyshawn, you know as well as anybody, uh, at least for me, all the people, you know, like my great grandmothers, my grandmothers, uh, you know, the great cooks that we remember in our families. Um, those recipes, mm-hmm. I, you know, that I I think I remember most kind of around mealtime. And and you know, nobody can duplicate it. It's kind of like it's it's history. You'll never have it again. Absolutely. You can just think about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's so. what, that's that's what that is. <laughs> I mean, hey, but hey. Memories are a great thing. Hey, stay safe out there. You're so close to this next level. And again, we just appreciate your time with us today. But stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you joining the show. Yes, sir. I definitely appreciate the call. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, this is Keyshawn Miller. And what a fantastic young man. I mean, you got to love the way this kid, you know, brought himself, you know, said the grades weren't there, and then he got it, you know, the light popped on and you know and he did his thing and it's the you know georgia military and then he goes on to nc state and i don't think you guys really recognize the jump you know i mean we do these shows every day you know and very limited kids jump out of the juco level and go to a big time program not only go to a big time program but start and make an impact at the big time program i really i will hope you guys really think about that you know you're listening in you're just thinking all oh, this you know this kid made the jump but Think about it. You start thinking about all the shows that we did where how many kids go from JUCO to a big-time program like that and make an impact. So, again, kudos to Keyshawn Miller for joining us here today. And, again, this is Kid Kid. I want you guys to kind of keep a keen eye on as we move closer to this 2020 NFL Draft. This has been a C2P exclusive. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.